This is Date Night Behind the Screens. Want us to catch you up now? Yes, please. Back here. So just because we wanted to our characters to at least know each other a little bit, we... Uh, and or learn how to play our classes. Yeah, that too, starting at level 10. Yeah. Uh, Ballard was camped out uh, beside the road. And it was still early in the morning. She had finished breakfast and was breaking camp when a, uh, a commotion came up on the road. And she not so stealthily moved over through the trees uh, and saw me, uh, Arud, the moose folk, sitting atop a moose, being accosted by these gnolls. And the gnolls were throwing spears at Arud. And he was saying, I don't need sticks. And he was giving them back to the gnolls until one of them really actually... Like, like handing or throwing Like back. just tossing oh, them okay. back to them as he got off his moose and yeah. gathered them up and tossed them back. I don't need the sticks. And then they would keep throwing. And eventually one of them pierced him and he got mad as mm. barbarians are wont to do. And uh, started fighting with a pack of like 12 gnolls. And then... Um, Blard, witnessing the Witness uh, attack, me. ran out and helped Arug defeat some gnolls and witherlings and their pack leader and a uh, hag that uh, the gnolls were actually working for. Ooh. Uh, Hags are fun enemies. Yeah, not so much in just a combat thing like we did. Yeah. But again, it was kind of random. I just flipped to something <laughs> in Volo's Guide. And uh, we, uh, Arug and Blard, beat up everybody and uh, took a breather and looked through the bits of knolls and basically just found blood and pulp and teeth and thunder and on the bodies and or from the bodies and the knockdown drag out fight that they had with them, but also in their pouches and so nothing really useful. Blarge um, uh, in- introduced herself and, uh, Eventually, she said that after that fight, she needed a drink. So Arug said that he knew a place. And he started walking. Uh, and she said, well, no, we can go to the village. And he said, we cannot drink a village. And uh, then he started walking into the woods. And Blarg followed him for two or three hours, eventually to a stream, where Arug said the water was nice and clean. And he bent down and drank it. And she said she meant more something like alcohol. And he was not aware of what that was, but he said he would follow her to town. But it was getting late by the time they got back to the road, so they planning to camp and head to the village that you told us about um, to actually start the one-shot for realsies. Cool. So as the two of you travel... Oh, backing up. Wait, is that the name of this? That's the new name of the village. Very difficult to say. I can see where Blarg gets her your name ma- from. Your mouth sounds. Have no <laughs> meaning. <laughs> so welcome to our special one shot. This is Date Night, The Road to Slaver's Bay. Um. That sounded really weird. <laughs> paper towels. Mm. Now on a paper towel crew, apparently. Uh, no. Um, today we only have Will and Amy. <laughs> Will is playing the God knows what your class is called. Battle Mooster. Battle Mooster. Mm-hmm. And Amy is the mighty paladin Blarg. My friends call me B. B. But I don't have many friends. Like a like a what up B or a It sounds nicer than Blarg. 
That's fair. I think a lot of things sound nicer than blarg, though, to be fair. It is kind of the noise you make when you're about to vom. Blarg! I think blarg has a rather calming intonation to it, myself. Blarg! (laughs) (laughs) And now we're on brand. (laughs) So the two of you, uh, after your encounter, do travel to the tiny town of Otello, it is a small, uh, not much to it. It's a, pretty much just a tavern, a couple houses, and a stables along the road on your way in the uh, Slaver's Reach region of Lamoche. So you two go into the small tavern called the Shady Bows. And let's see, you've, you've been here before, right, Blarg? Sure. No, I mean, have you? Um. I was just trying to travel to find a new place oh, to live. Okay. Well, then you haven't been here before. This light ate place. my village. Yes, yes. It is in the weeks following the defeat of the great horde of the mistress of Rot. What was her name? Uh, it's just very simple. The, the, mistress the, the of, mistress of the Drove of the Twisted Lamb. It just yeah. rolls off the tongue. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is with my memory. Mm-hmm. We have to name things simpler, like Bill. Blarg. Blarg. Yeah, see, I remember Blarg. Okay. So the mistress of all that stuff uh, and her uneasy it campaign. It could be Mott Gottel for short. Sure, Mott Gottel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> ha, audled, it wasn't my phone this time. You audled the Mott Gottel. <laughs> and the two of you. Oh, this is going to be a good thing. <laughs> well, it's for funsies, right? Mm-hmm. Which the, is all I said during our thing the other night. The two of you were not involved in the Battle of Raventree. You were um, off protecting your own lands and your own people from... The same threat, but in different portions of the island. Is Lamosh an island or a continent on its own right? It's a big uh, island. It's a really big, it's the biggest island on the world. If okay. it's a continent, you know, maybe in the same vein Australia is. Yeah. yeah it, it's not quite that big. The island continent of Lamosh um, was a big place, but pretty much all of Lamosh has been affected by the blight. And so too were the both of you. It's been in a few weeks since the the, the auto model Gottle Pia mm-hmm. has been uh, <laughs> defeated. It was horrible. And now you two find yourself in a small, quiet town in a small, quiet tavern. Why is it so loud in here? There are so many mouth noises. There's like maybe three people in the tavern. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just to make sure we're clear. Here, try this. This is ale. This is that is bad. Drink it. But it is. It's ale. called ale. It's a different kind of ale. They use the same mouth sound, but different meaning. Yes. It's been a long day. This Can I have another one, please? Liquid is fouled. It makes you feel funny. Drink it. It will make me tell jokes. Maybe. Drink it. So the. Uh, the tavern keep is a small halfling woman. She brings you over another round. Oh, she's so tiny. Um, here you go. Thank you, small one. Uh, I'm, I'm, you can call me Chili. Chili? Yeah. Chili? No, Chili. Do you have Chili? Um, I, I, th- I think so, yeah. Oh, great. Can I have a bowl? Sure. That, awesome. That, that'll be a silver, a silver piece. Okay, here. Okay. Oh, it's, it's it's nice to meet you too. Um, I'm I'm Chili Apulbi, the uh, the proprietor of this establishment. 
Hmm. This looks like it does not get wet in rain. Well, I mean, sometimes when the roof leaks, it does, but, um, you know, we try to keep it in good repair. Hmm. Do you, do you want some chili also? I don't know. Um, okay. Well, it's, it, it's kind of a spicy uh, dish with, with, with beans and, and beans. Some... I do eat beans. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll bring you a bowl. Um, that'll be another silver piece though. I'll, I'll go. I got it here. Okay. I'll cover it. Well, I'll, I'll have these right out. And she goes into the back. I put the teeth away. <laughs> I told you it's been a long day. He's new to civilization. I'm, I'm in the kitchen right now. Um, I probably can't hear you. There's three people. My voice carries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Both of our voices carry. Oh, I forgot to mark how big I am. She comes back in a few minutes with a couple of very nice, well-prepared steaming bowls of chili. You are less hairy <laughs> than the ones I usually <laughs> trade with. Oh, thank you. She seems genuinely warm-hearted to hear that. She hands you both your bowls of chili. <laughs> These beans are very warm. Yeah, um, we... I don't think we have the hottest, but we, we definitely do try to give it a little kick. <laughs> they are also spicy. Do you like it? It is pleasing to eat. Oh, I'm so happy to hear it. Um, is there anything else I can get you to at the moment? I think that's all. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be here if you need anything else. She goes back around behind the... The countertop and starts kind of wiping the bar down. Do you grow your beans back there? Um, actually, yeah, we do. Uh, they are they are locally grown. There's a there's a, a farm a farm a homestead just a, a couple miles away. There where you get everything from. Miles. Yeah. Hmm. That you seems know. far to go for beans. No, it's it's not that long of a walk. Okay. Happily eating my beans. Okay. So you guys finish your, your bowl of beans. Um, it's quite delicious. And <laughs> this is warm like the food you made the other day. Do you generally warm your food? Yes, it seems a lot more nourishing that way. Hmm. And about this time, the door <laughs> pushes open very quickly and a average-sized human man with black hair and a long green, very fancy traveling uh, coat with a hood. I distrust all NPCs with green coats from you now. That's fair. That's that's a that's a probably a very good idea. And he rushes in, slams the door behind him, and just kind of sits there with his arms spread across it. <laughs> Do not worry. This place is tight from rain. <laughs> Isn't that good to know? Um, listen. Uh, my Mark is, has her hand on her. My name is, is Malik Greycastle, and, and I am very excited to meet both of you um, and all of you in here, and I am definitely one for, for a proper introduction, but really fast, I need to get to Slaver's Bay. I'm willing to pay you 250 gold apiece. It's, it's very important. Do we have an accord? <laughs> you don't look like a castle to me. It's his name. Oh, my. Um... But What's chasing you? My sister. Um, it's a long story, but first, 250 gold. 
Are you interested or not? For that, yeah. You can get me to Slaver's Bay. Um, do you have a map? I, I know the way. I, okay. I, said I just need an escort. Sure. Fantastic. Do you want to come too? You can buy lots more hot beans. He looks out the window really quick. I walk the road. I get hot beans. Yes, we lots walk and with lots him. of hot beans. Protect him from gnolls and other stuff that jumps out. These and pretty shiny things can buy you all the hot beans you could ever eat. And then you can buy lots of beans. Hot beans. The road is not safe. We could take the woods. He doesn't seem like much, one much for the woods. He needs to go on the road. We keep him safe from things on the road. He's very literal. It's hard to talk to him sometimes. It's been a long day. That's, that's very fascinating. Um, look, I'm just going to give you this bag of money here. And he hands you a bag with 250 gold in it. Does the same thing for you, Blarg. <laughs> now, she'll be... Open it up and examine it. <laughs> looking very intently at the coin. Um, let's see, you're a half-orc, correct? Yeah. And you can, you can handle yourself in a fight? She has Sir Warhammer. I think so. And you've, you've won these fights, correct? Her hands can pat you better. I'm going to take that as a yes. I'm a paladin. Oh. I can do stuff. Okay, I don't have the best experience with those, but, but welcome <laughs> aboard. And you, um, I'm sorry, I don't have time for your name right now, but you can handle yourself in a fight as well. I am a rogue. I'm going to take that as yes. And he literally <laughs> hides. Such an I am Groot that I didn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> And he literally stands behind Arug and just kind of tries to look unimportant and small. And I throws his hood up. Push my bowl of beans toward his direction. Oh, perhaps later. So a few moments go by and the door slams open again and you see a tall. And this time I have my hammer actually lifted. That's good. You see a tall, powerfully built human woman with shocks of, of wild red hair coming uh, out from underneath a dark iron helmet that comes across the top of her ears over her forehead and eyes and has a large point on the end of it, kind of like a rhinoceros horn. The rest of her is covered in the same dark iron style plate armor, except for her arms, which are suns out, guns out, ready to go. And she has a giant spiked club about as tall as she is. She is a monster. And as she stares at everyone in the bar quietly, she backs up. And instead, a small, slight woman with long blonde hair down to the small of her back walks in, wearing a beautiful um, white dress with gold and silver um, features all over. Um, nice, big, beautiful necklace, and these are both human. These are both human. Okay. Well, the so first woman you can't tell a lot of other features about her, but you right. would assume human, but judging okay. by skin color, height. All yeah. that so stuff. basically, that's the bodyguard, and then Malik's sister. That could be a safe assumption. Yes. Okay. So I'm kind of mostly smart. As the blonde woman walks in, the thing that strikes you the most is her eyes. They are extremely pale blue, and as she scans everyone in the bar. When her eyes do set upon you, there is not even a hint of warmth in them. Oh, brother. There you are. Oh, um, yes. Uh, 
Hello, Sabine. It's, was that you? Was that you on the road? <laughs> I could have sworn it was. Uh, I could have sworn I was mistaken. <laughs> yes, brother. Um, I, I've been sent here to collect you. Father's condition is is growing worse. Um, it's it's time to go, Malik, Malicus. Where are you guys going? I am taking him home. Where's home? Eichnia, across the sea. Uh, I think. Do you have a map? It's west, far west. And not really any of your concern. <laughs> well, uh, actually, sister, it, it is their concern. See, I've, I, I'm about to wrap up my business here on Lamoche, and I, I have uh, secured passage with these two fine folk. And he kind of slaps you both. There's not much to it. It's not a super hard pat, but. Um, his path has no healing. He's not a paladin. It's okay. He has no magic in his hands like I do. <laughs> well, not entirely true, but um, but okay. Um, so of uh, just so sorry to disappoint you, sister, but I'll I'll be staying here. <laughs> Your sister is Sabine. Sabine. Sir Sabine is a name, my good sir. What does it mean? Um, well, I'm not entirely sure, but, uh, sh- sh- there she is right there. Hmm. Cold eyes. Malicus, what lot have you fallen in with this time? Oh, the finest sort, I'm sure you understand. Uh, I'll be a couple more days and then I'll be right along to, to visit with father. Malicus, this is, uh, this is quite unusual. Surely me and the rhino can protect you. She's brought the entire squad to protect you. Oh, um, sorry to disappoint again, sister, but you know father's rule. Once a, once a deal has been brokered, it's, uh, it must be seen through. Our, our word is our bond and all of that. Yeah, I want to go see Slaver's Bay. Of course you understand. Sounds fun. She looks at him, and there is some warmth in her voice, but of course, again, no warmth whatsoever in her eyes. Very well, brother. Perhaps I will see you again on the road. Do be careful. I hear this region is quite dangerous. Oh, thank you for the warning, Sabine. <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a wonderful day. She looks at the rhino for a moment, and turns around and walks out. And the rhino follows. Oh, gods. So who's the rhino? Oh, that is... Not actually a rhino. Just a funny helmet that looks like a rhino. Just her name, yes. Uh, She is my sister's most trusted uh, mercenary and bodyguard. She's been working for her for over 15 years. Listen. Kind of like us, except for 15 seconds. I I am truly grateful to the both of you for... Even just what you've already done. <laughs> you know what? I'm in a good enough mood, of course. <laughs> this is after he's had his mouth in the bowl. I will accept this gift very graciously and see he sets it down on the bar. Are you done with that? Oh, yes. Actually, I have, I have already eaten. So, um, of course, if you are. But these, these are warm. I'll eat these. Is that okay? 
Yes, they are good. Good. Okay. <laughs> Scooping them up. <sighs> so, I, now that the current threat has passed, I, uh, I believe introductions are in order. Um, my name is uh, Malicus Adelheid Greycastle, and I am very pleased to meet the both of you. <laughs> he holds out his hand. He's talking to you first. Uh, sort mm-hmm. of, sort of, just in a general direction. Anybody can feel free to take it. I'm Blarg. Oh, oh. My I friends should, call me B. I should switch hands. Okay. <laughs> but I don't have very many friends anymore. You don't have very many friends, but uh, I put my hand them. on top of the Blarg. two of your hands as oh. they're shaking. Oh, now we're all shaking. Oh, this is, this is quaint. <laughs> so, uh, Blarg, was it? Yeah, you can call me B. B. Yeah. I suppose I should be happy we haven't gone completely short to just B. I mean, you could call me Blarg if you want. You don't have to be my friend. Oh, I, I think I'll stick with B if that's all right. Okay. That's, that's fantastic. We're, we're friends now, yes? Sure. Oh, God. And you, sir. You are uh, a fine warrior from the looks of it, I'm sure. Yes. And then what would be your name? Oh. I am a rogue. Oh, that's what you meant before. Mm-hmm. A rogue. A rogue. Yeah, that's his name. A rogue. I think he said it meant big noise. Big yes. noise. Well, I'm, sh- I'm sure that will be much, much more appropriate. It's rather now. Right now, you're a rather quiet sort, aren't you? Right now. Well. Well, far be it for me to. Prattle on when you are clearly interested in keeping to your own thoughts. Uh, a, a round for everyone. Oh, yay, more ale! And the patrons kind of cheer, and Malik slaps down <laughs> as Arug gets up and walks around his bar stool. Malik slaps down some coin. <laughs> the, uh, the halfling woman brings another round of ale for everybody. Blark gulps one down. Uh, you have no idea how happy I am that I met you two. When I saw the rhino cresting o two hills ago... Tell us how happy. I think he said it many times. He's very happy. Very happy. Very. As he keeps saying, very happy. Good. So I see you've got a hammer there. You're a a paladin, correct? Yeah, it's my thwacker. What god do you serve? One of the ancient ones. One of the ancient ones. You're, You're not sure. Yeah, I haven't figured out her name yet. Oh, well. All the bad plant things started coming into the village and all of a sudden all this green stuff started growing over me and everybody else got eaten and I was okay. And then after a couple days of eating fruits off the vines, they finally started going away and then the village was empty and yeah, now I can do all cool stuff with my hands. That's a, a rare gift, sort of sort of a natural power given to you. Yeah, I just know that she's one of the ancient ones. I don't know much more than that yet. That is, that is uh, quite spectacular. <laughs> yeah! And uh, good sir Arug, why don't you tell me about yourself? I, I am a moose folk. And he rides uh, a moose, it's really funny. Lived with the other scaled ones, and Arug has scales like on his antlers. Mm-hmm. Um, the last of which were Ely and I, and now I. Uh, did this Ely... Perish. I hope you don't mind if I'm being too forward. Yes. She's gone. I'm very sorry to hear that. I am not. She said not to be sad. When we are done here, we are done. She said these things we have. 
These are shells we wear, like this shell. He's got a big turtle shell that he's fashioned into a shield. Oh, my. (laughs) And when we don't need them, then we go. But to not be sad. How how positively... uh, She reaches uh, for Arug's ale and starts gulping that, too. (laughs) Ale. (laughs) uh, What a noble uh, savagery belief system. Very good. Uh, you've met my sister, of course, uh, Sabine Gerta Castle. Yes. yes Sabine. Cold eyes. Yes, cold eyes. Very cold eyes. Always has. Uh, Is she evil? God, yes. Oh, <laughs> Has okay. been since uh, we were little. Uh, and I'm sorry to say this is not the first time that she has tried to kill me. <laughs> Do I need to thwack her? Oh, we're such a thing. Hefting hammer. Were such a thing possible? Okay, I won't. Um, she is, uh, how do I put this, uh, ambitious. <laughs> and if she happens to get me out of the way, then all she will have to do is kill my dullard brother, and she will ascend to my father's throne. <laughs> do you want it? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> um, then why does she want you to go home? Why can't she just let you stay here? Because when father dies, my idiot brother Yannick will take over, and I am sure that he will be murdered in his sleep by our very same sister. Well, you said he's dumb, so what's the loss? Unfortunately, it's quite a great loss to our people, because then Sabine will take over. So should I whack her then? Not exactly in the business of murdering my own family members, despite their feelings towards me. Well, you wouldn't be doing it. I would be. Uh, let's let's table that okay. particular option for now. Perhaps we will have to revisit in the future. Okay, sounds good. She could do it. I, I, I'm not sure I believe you, but I appreciate the sentiment. She winks and gives a thumbs up. It's fantastic. So, um... Are we almost ready to... And as he says that, you hear noises outside. Small squeaks. Meat! 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 And then a choir of chanting erupts. Meat! Meat! Do I recognize this? Make a history? No, I'll tell you what. Make a survival check. Well, that's better than... Seventeen. Five. Goblins. Mm. What are those? Huh. They are the small ones, I think. Let me talk to them. There's lots of small things around. Okay, if you really want to. Malik gets up and he goes over to the, the window that he was looking out before to check to see where his sister was. And he, as he opens it, he goes, Yes, there are goblins and quite a... Cut down! Start to walk out the door. <laughs> Everybody make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Is this an effect I can see? Uh, sure. The danger As sense a, thing. a small, um, maybe fist-sized moat of red energy flies into oh. the uh, handle on the, the door. Uh, is this a spell? This is a spell. Fifteen. Aura of warding. Resistance to spells within 30 feet of me. 
That's okay. half damage if you get hit. Resistance. Oh, and you also have aura of protection. So add plus three to your rolls. Am I close enough for that? That one is 10 feet, and I thought we were sitting at the same table. Yeah, I was just getting up to start to leave, but I don't know. Uh, if I have the aura, it's an 18. If I don't, it's 15. Yeah, it's a seven. I have to use club dice. So you fail, but you're going to take half damage anyways because of your aura thingy. Uh, what did you roll, Aruk? Uh, 15 or 18, depending on whether or not I have that aura. I'm going to say you do. Okay. 18. So you're going to save. Well, yeah, match match saves, right? Yes. Okay. Match usually goes to the, or the wind goes to the roller usually. Eight. 13, 19, 23, 27, 28. Aruk, well, actually, both of you are going to take 14 points of fire damage as a... I get your... Well, I get your resistance. Yes. So I take 7 and you take 14. Yes. How wonderful. As the bar erupts into flames, as the fireball detonates at the front door. Fireball? I don't think they are here to trade. Probably not. And we are going to go ahead and roll initiative <laughs> as well. Okay. Ooh, I like that number. See you waving your fingers over there. Hang on just one second. This is how I don't forget what they are. Enemy three. Although I can always write it down on my little initiative I box and not just my bones. <laughs> I will finish my Coke so I can maybe get one last crass burp out yeah. of it. All right, B, what you at? 14. 14. 19. Right. What, 19 you said? Yep. Ooh, very good roll. I'm having happy flashbacks to playing Griselda. <laughs> my... Uh, <clears throat> Oak Raw was pretty fun too and that's the only other name I remember the rest of the bar patrons fail their saving throws so a fireball detonates right at the front door blasting into the inn and catching everybody um, because of Blarg's magical uh, abilities um, oh I forgot to roll for Malik he saves okay so he's going to take Fourteen. Ooh, who made the calculator so damn big? Not me. Now I'm going to be in the position of Eva where I go, should I waste a rage? <laughs> and now it's going to be so me. I'm only level three as a barbarian. What spells do I use again? All right. Fireball tears into the inn. Um, the... Unfortunately, the bar owner, uh, Chili Apulbi, uh, is incinerated almost immediately, as are the other three nondescript patrons, probably farmers from the surrounding countryside. It was tight against rain. <laughs> now, definitely not so tight against rain. Now, definitely on fire, though. Yeah. So, um, Arug, you were starting to get up towards the door. We'll say you're 20 feet from it. All right. Well, first, I'll move my 
20, well, there's not like a clear other door in this room. It's no, just that door. That door, there's the door into the back area where the kitchen is, and there's a couple of windows, but the windows are not very large. They're probably right. two by two. I guess I'll go to the door and look out and see what I can see. Okay. Well, the door's gone. Mm-hmm. It got hit by a fireball. So uh, you can see pretty much very clearly. Um, at the top of your turn, I do take an additional two points of fire damage. Am I on fire? No, but the whole everything else is. Okay. If I'm still close to her, that's one then, right? Is that how your thing works? If I'm close to you, I take half... Half spell damage, yeah. Oh, it's not a spell anymore. It's just fire. It's just fire. So two. Okay. So what do I see when I look out the door? But you can't be frightened and... I'm not scared. Bonus to saving throws. So uh, you see the goblins are ransacking the... the con- Actually, go ahead and make a perception check for me. You're still going to see the goblins ransacking. I have advantage because Scaly Pete helps me see. That is a, a 24. Okay, yeah, you definitely see everything. So... Hold on, I see everything. Goblins are ransacking the small town. Goblins are... Sorry, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. They've busted into the houses. You do hear a couple of screams coming from within, and there are two swarms coming towards the, the tavern itself. And as you see this in sort of the far-off distance, maybe a couple hundred yards away, it's, uh, Sabine and the rhino standing on top of a hill. Sabine turns, kind of nods to the rhino, and starts to walk away. The rhino just stands there, watches you appraisingly. Um, Goblins are 20 feet away from you. Well, I've already moved 20 feet to get to the door, right? Correct. I'm going to huck two javelins at the goblins, and then I'm going to duck back around the side of the door. Okay. Go ahead and make uh, two attack rolls for me, please. A natural 20 and a natural 1. Okay. (laughs) Well, one of them hits with a double damage dice. All the damage dice, but only one target. Have they seen me? Uh, They are coming directly towards the bar, so yes. uh, 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage. So with that, you see... You see your javelin actually goes through one goblin into another and takes them both down. So there are... And I'll uh, duck back behind the door and I'll say, there are goblins and that horned woman is up on the hill. Do you think she caused them to fight, attack this village? I'm sure she did. We have to get out of here. How many goblins are there? Two less. How well do you count? How many fingers does he have on his... You had a very nice perception check. I'm just wondering if counting is within... I mean... Uh, monkeys can count, I guess, okay. right? So, I, Well, there, there are, there's, there's kind of two separate cells of goblins. You think maybe they each have ten in them, and there's two less in one of them that you just hit. And then there's a third one over, like, in the houses area. Dozens. Does it look like something we can grab, handle, or do they we need are, to run away? They are small. 
And all you hear is just chants of, meat, meat, meat. What you doing? He's in the doorway. I, I moved back in because okay. I, I, I couldn't turn. do much else on my turn. Rock on. Okay. Uh, Malik, at the start of his turn, takes four additional fire damage. Oops, I took that from the wrong side. All right. And he's going to uh, run up to the front door, run actually out of the bar, so he's not on, you know, not being burned anymore. Um, level his hand at the oncoming horde and throw out a firebolt, which is going to hit for my D10s. Another 14 damage. Mm. So two more goblins get sort of incinerated by his firebolt. The explosion kind of goes off on one, knocks both, knocks two of them to the ground. And uh, <clears throat> see, there's nothing else in melee range, so he's just going to kind of prepare his swords and wait. Uh, B, you up. I'm going to have fun with that. Still trying to figure out how to play this character. Okay. Uh, well, you have an action. You have a bonus action. Play you, the <laughs> character, not how to play D&D. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, go to the door and probably go out. And are there any right outside? Uh, they are still about 20 feet away. And by the way, you take uh, four fire damage at the start of your turn. I'm going to charge one. Okay. I'm going to charge a pack of goblins. Yep. All right. Charge and aiming for one that's kind of in the middle. And then my bonus action to thunder smite. Oh, you, if you use charger, it takes your bonus action to attack. To melee attack or shove. Can I not add thunder smite? If it's a bonus Not action, if it's a then bonus no. action. <sighs> if it, if they're more than thirty feet from you, I'd, uh, and yes, thunderous mind is a bonus action. Well, that yeah, but I thought I could make it a boom. I'm trying. No, it's fine. You can either charge or you can thunderous smite. Okay, well they're within range, so I'll go and thunder smite one in the middle. Rock on. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Fifteen. Just hits. Yay! 1d8. That's 10 plus 2d6. 6. And it needs to take a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay, what's the uh, total damage so far for me? 16. Yes. Okay. And that's a spell. Strength saving throw. They have disadvantage now. So that's going to be a six minus one, five. No. It is knocked ten, pushed ten feet away from me and knocked prone. Fantastic. So, Blarg, I'm going to just 
Love that name. Wades into the sort of wades into the fray, runs right into the middle of the enemy, swings her hammer. And as she connects with the very first goblin on the sort of right side of the pack, her thunderous smite echoes like a like a mini explosion going off, knocking the entire pack back and down. You can see a couple of them are not getting back up. There's about three left in that grouping. Uh, oh, I can attack him again. Fantastic. Next. Are you, you're at the end of your movement, though? Pretty much. Okay. So the other pack's about 10 feet away from you, and you just knocked the first pack 10 feet away from you. I want to try and finish the first pack. Do you have 10 feet of movement? Well, it's 30 feet, and you said it was 20 from the door, but that also depends on how far away from wherever table we were sitting at to the door. I'm going to say you're at the end of your movement. Okay. It's actually more like 40 feet to have gotten to them, but I'm going to give you this one because I you didn't. You said 20. 20 from where you're sitting to the door, and then another 20 to the pass. Oh, okay. I threw stuff because I didn't yeah. think I could make it. Okay. So that was my mistake. No problem. Do you have any kind of ranged attack? Because I'm pretty sure it still counts as an attack, like a javelin or something you mm-hmm. can throw. Sure, I'll throw a javelin. Okay. You can throw that at the, the first pack if you want to. 22. 22 definitely hits. One. Do I add damage stuff Your to strength. it too? Strength. And proficiency? Just strength. Okay. Six. Okay. Thank you for teaching me how to play a paladin. No problem. All right. So that is... Yep, still about three of them left. One of them does look much worse off, though, because you kind of got it right through the, the, the upper shoulder clavicle area with that with that javelin. Ha! Take that! So and that is the group whose turn it is. So they're going to use half their movement to get back up. You notice only three of them stand... <laughs> and they kind of like, what? What happened? Ah! So the first group's actually going to try to turn around and run. Because now they are kind of scared that you guys fucked them up this badly in one turn. <laughs> they should be. So they are going to bolt and dash their full movement. So they are now 60 feet away from you at the end of their turn. Pack two closes in on Blark. Oh, wait, no, that would be... Okay, so pack three, I'm sorry, pack three was the ones over at the houses. They are still very focused on the houses. Now it's pack's, pack two's turn. They're going to turn on Blarg, and they're going to make an attack. Yeah. Bite me. Wait, that's what they're trying to do. Uh, it's going to be an 18 is the high roll. Ha! Nope. Nope, doesn't hit. Nope. So they all kind of swarm into your space, and <laughs> they, they try to swing for you, but you're you're deft, and you, you parry a couple of them, and you kind of crack one of them across the jaw, but none of their hits seem to really uh, make contact with you. A couple of them glance off your armor, and they are going to then take a bonus action to disengage and kind of back, back out of your space um, Maybe another ten feet away from your, uh, from from where you are currently. Cool. All right, Arug, you're up. I guess we're fighting and not running. I thought we were running. Uh, did I take some damage? Because they I seem pretty squishy. Top of your turn. Yep. Six, Come on, let's have fun. Two, six fire damage. All right. Uh, well, now if they're ten feet from her, I should be able to make it there with thirty feet, right? Yes, correct. All right, I'm gonna run up with my big pull my big turtle shield off my back and my <laughs> rapier uh, out of my belt 
and go up and try to bash uh, with the shield just across the front of the pack. Okay. Oh, uh, what that is with um, Shield Master is a shove attack. Mm-hmm. So you have to make an athletics or acrobatics check against mine. 23. Uh, against your 23? Okay, well, they, uh, man, I actually thought they rolled nice too. As uh, an 18. Yeah, they get, or whatever I hit gets knocked prone. Okay. So long as it's not huge or larger. According to this, they don't have any kind of condition immunity. So, yeah, you swing over the pack and knock all ten of the little bastards down. All right. <laughs> while they're down on the ground, um, or even while they're flying in the air or heading prone, I'm going to punch them with the hand guard of the rapier for my rapier damage. Rock on. Uh, so it's at advantage because they're prone. So that's uh, 23. Definitely hit hits. On the first one. That's nine points of damage. Okay. Oh, and I had advantage. They were prone, so mm-hmm. I get sneak attack. That's an extra six. So okay. it was 15. The second attack... You basically pummel one into the ground, and he does not stand again. Good. Uh, the next is a 17 to hit. Also hits. And I already used sneak, so Ooh, that's just nine points of damage. Um, I'm sorry, you punched two of them into the de- into death. My bad. Good. Into death. Yes, punched two of them into death. Uh, uh, my math sucks. You think I should be able to do simple arithmetic in my head, but no, apparently not. Yeah, I think I'm not even. I'm gonna pull an R and then not <laughs> not rage here for now. All right. That's my turn. Okay. There are um, seven of them kind of still standing. Not for long. Well, not standing, but, you know. Large will take care of it. Okay. It's Malik's turn. He's going to run up on that pack and take two slashing attacks with his sword. (laughs) They're prone. They're prone. Thank God, because those are terrible rolls. And those are much better. Both of those hit. Come on, Mike, get your shit together. It's not like you threw this together in a day or anything. Yeah. While I was on a tractor for most of that day. <laughs> peep, peep, pop, pop, peep, peep. Ooh, and they can do this. Peep, peep, pop, pop, peep, peep, pop, pop, peep, peep. Yeah, it's actually much more accurate. So one sword does six plus seven, 13. The other one does three plus four, seven, 13 plus seven is 20. So 26 divided by 7. There are four of them left. Malik basically beheads three of them. You all need to leave. Talking to the goblins. Meet! Meet! And it is B's turn. Oh, okay. Let's go get some more. And where are they? Uh, 10 feet from you. Directly underneath Arug and Malik at this point. Yeah, and that's all that's left aside from the people. There's the ones in the town that are still ransacking. Okay, I'll go after them. Okay, that's another 30 feet away. Okay. Cool. Go up to the nearest one and thwack it across the head. Okay, get to thwacking. 29. 29 definitely hits <laughs> a pack of goblins. That's an eight. 
plus six, so 14. Okay, that takes out two of them. So your hammer swings. Hammer swings true, and a couple more goblin skulls go flying off into the wild blue yonder. This is fun. Second attack, 19. Hmm. Yeah, 19 hits. Yeah, I'm sorry. That one's only a three plus a six, so nine. Nine. It's enough to kill one more. I believe so. I like having a 20 strength. Yeah, it's fun. Dern loves it, too. It would be nice. Yeah, there's seven. <laughs> oh, I think all my other characters have a ten. Seven left in that pack. They, they've had time to sort of uh, set fire to the rest of the, the houses and stuff like that. So the town is in flames, but yeah. the, the goblins have kind of congregated in between the houses, which is where you are currently beating the ever-loving hell out of them. And with that, it is the first pack who are still running. They're pretty much gone at this point. Pack three is going to take a couple of swings at you. <laughs> Uh, natural 20. Okay, that one hits. So that's D6s again. Ouch. Uh, 10, 14, 16, 19. I have to roll them again. 21, 27, 29. 29 plus 6 is going to be 35. 38, so 48 total points of Oof. damage. As they all uh, seem to meet you as you charge into them, and you do take three of them down with your hammer swings, but then all of a sudden all the little short swords just kind of stab into you at the same time. Most of them find a pretty good gap in your armor. Pout, pout. Pout, pout. That is, however, their turn. And it is now Goblin 2, their attempts. So they spend half their movement to get up. And they are going to try the same thing against Arug, the giant moose man who has been... Let's see, they don't have advantage anymore, so they're at disadvantage. Natural 1. They don't hit shit. I am not meat. Meat! Meat! If you want meat, meat. there is meat in the woods. Say in Goblin. I speak Goblin. Is that an, is that an actual attempt to persuade them? Mm-hmm. Just letting them know. Okay. <laughs> well, it's your turn. Okay. I'm gonna stick with the I'm not meat and bonus action uh, shield bash. Okay. So uh, acrobatics or athletics against my twenty six. They still rolled very well, but you still beat the ever loving crap out of them. Okay, so they're prone again. Yep. So advantage. I will. Try to I hold holding my rapier backwards. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna stab into the ground. Shish kebab. Um, that's a eighteen on the better one. That that hits. All right, and I get sneak attack because it was advantage. So that's seventeen points of damage. Oof. Second attack. Oh god. That's a twenty-five. Definitely hits. That's eight points of damage. And I was worried. (laughs) (laughs) So there's one goblin left in pack two, and he looks pretty rough. There's meat in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Malik's turn. Yes. 
Meet in the woods, but you're never going to see it. He rubs his hands together for some static <laughs> electricity and, and he dies. 18 plus things is definitely going to hit. So that's going to be 1d8. Why am I rolling? The thing had one hit point left. Malik <laughs> takes its head off. As I said, static electricity and zap. Yeah, that would have done it. So that's uh, pack one. Malik. That's pack two. It's pack two. Yeah, sorry. I kind of knocked pack one off of my inventory or my uh, initiative yeah. list here because they're, they're just ran away. Um, that's Malik's turn because he can't do anything else. And B, you up. Seven goblins are standing around you and poking you in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> they poked her pretty good. They poked pretty hard, turn. to be fair. Yeah. But they're still definitely within melee range. Okay, I need to write action on that. Seven of them? Yes, seven left. I think I'm going to thunder smite again. It was very effective the last time. Thirteen. Thirteen does not hit. Again. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine does hit. And that time, thunder smite actually goes. Okay, so that's a D8 and that's 2D6. Seven plus six is 13 plus five thunder damage. 13 plus five would be 18 Did total, correct? Strength? Do I add strength to Kaboom? No, but to your normal roll you do. Yeah, that was a seven plus six. Seven plus six, so 13 plus Check. five, yeah, 18. Okay. Okay. 29 total. Or I shouldn't have told you that. Nobody heard me say that. Here, what? Nope, exactly. So you two of them just turn into a nice fine paste. As another echoing kaboom takes off, and uh, the rest of them have to make a strength saving throw, which they are absolute shit at. What's your DC? 15. Yeah, they fail that hard. Woo-hoo. And the rest go flying back 10 feet <coughs> and fall on the ground. There are five left who look like they could stand again. <laughs> and one of those five, it, it might take a while to get up. That your Come, turn? we're leaving. Stop okay. playing with the small things. Fine. I'll follow after him. You follow. Okay. So, let's see. Pack one, they're still going. Pack three. Pack three's learned. It's getting up. It's limping. It's, uh, they're just kind of like, me, not worth. (laughs) (laughs) And they sort of run away. All right. Are you guys pursuing? No. No. I'll pick up my javelin if I can on my way out. Same. I want each of you to make a perception check. I don't like these. 25. Still don't like them. <laughs> okay. What did you get? Seven. Seven. That's actually high enough. Oh, okay. It wasn't a huge DC. So as the combat comes to a close and we are officially out of initiative order. Yay. You look up to the hill once again. And the rhino she kind of nods slowly, turns around and walks away back over the hill. I think she has plans for us up ahead. I think she has gone to graze. She turns away from him and looks at Malik and says, I think she has plans for us up ahead. I would uh, I would tend to agree. Um, however, thankfully, the road does not go that way. The road goes to the west. Yeah, she was sort of up north. But I'm sure we will see her again. Probably. Uh, Can we go down the road a little bit and rest for a while? Yes, I'm sure we can. Uh, nobody has any more business in town, I'm assuming. 
<laughs> so we look around at the fire. <laughs> yep. Nobody even wants to check for bodies. No? no? Oh, all, all right. They had no meat. They might have some copper or something. Well, perhaps we should just leave the dead to the dead. Okay. Very well. Trump, 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 Trump. Oh, look at you, Atticus. You didn't die. He walks over to his horse, which was lashed out front of the, uh, the, 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 the inn, which I'm, where I'm assuming your mounts were as well. You have a moose and an elk, correct? Yes, but they are uh, from fine steed, so they are Same. spectral. Okay. Both of them are spectral. And then Malik's, he's got a little pony. Um, it's kind of cute, brown. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's his It's his little pony. Aw. <laughs> it's so... Atticus, I'm very happy to see you. Hops hmm. on. You can speak to beasts as well. Um... Not in the sense that they understand, but uh, yes, I, I... I asked Atticus with my speak to animals that how Malik has treated him. I wasn't planning on having a horse voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just kind of reach my hand onto its nose and I say, how has this one treated you? I can do that in 10 minutes. This one good. Um, why is there fire? Um, can we go? Can we go? It can is, we go? It is safe. Okay. Be calm. It doesn't look safe. On fire. We are leaving. I think my leash is on fire. Is it? It's yes. called a lead. Oh, lead. <laughs> Look, my Try to put on fire. it out. He's a horse. He doesn't know. <laughs> Try to put it out. Thank you. Can we go? Yes, let's go. My face string thing is on fire. <laughs> face string thing. Yes. <laughs> Retcon. That's canon. <laughs> face string on fire. <laughs> yes. So you all hop on your steeds and begin to follow the road west away from... Otolo. Did OT? I am uh, I'm terribly sorry about all of that. Uh, as you can see, she is uh, quite dead set on having me, well, dead. <laughs> no, it was goblins looking for meat. I'm sure she whipped them up into that particular frenzy and set them our way. Goblins like meat. If you have meat, goblins will trade you. Oh, many I'm trying to be polite. I'm trying so hard. Perhaps you're correct. Uh, I am. I used to trade with bugbears in the hills quite a bit until I learned their language. That's, that's fantastic. And then he bug learned their language and he left. Like me, but their faces are ugly. Yeah, their faces are ugly. Am I right? <laughs> and she's elbowing Malik. Malik is visibly sweating, trying to not be snarky. <laughs> Yes, as we're just looking from about probably six feet down between sitting on the moose and right being a you giant are. Moose. I just pat him on right his head. you both are. All right, let's go. Malik puts his hood up. Very well. Along the road, then, with my two wonderful traveling companions, I've chosen very well. <laughs> <laughs>